Bow, bow. That's going to be uh, how I sync this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did a podcast with friends one time where they're like, all right, this is how we're going to sync this episode. Um, it's just going to be like a sound cue. You're going to know what it is. Just kind of, uh, you know, when you know what to do, just do it. And they went, bump, 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 banana. <laughs> we all did the... <laughs> <laughs> it was probably my favorite thing and that po- i remember it was it was like a i have friends who were watching every pokemon movie and then just doing a podcast about them to figure out which one was the worst one and it, that we talked it was like a four hour fucking conversation have we ever eclipsed four hours i think we have with like infinity war or Endgame. Infinity War and no, I think Rise of Skywalker we did and we did not like. Oh, we talked for like four hours on Rise of Skywalker and then did a commentary on it. And we we spent way too much time doing. We're, we're I think we need to lay that to bed. New Year's resolution for mid year. Like I'm counting a new you year. Know, I feel like it should go on our uh, rating scale at this point. Like, oof. yeah, that's like. That's like low, where it's just kind of like more. I don't even know. Worse. I don't even know if it's better or worse than Suicide. It might be worse than Suicide Squad because Suicide Squad's like at least got some stuff that's fun that I remember. I at least will quote Suicide Squad and Will say, Smith. Y'all jokers must be y'all jokers must be crazy. It's like the fucking best Will Smith line of all time, mate. It's up there. It's really good. There's at least things I like remember about Suicide Squad, other than. Yeah, because I think if I ever do a Star Wars rewatch again, I'm just gonna stop at Last Jedi because it like works as a good ending too. Like I'm yeah, like, oh. Luke's Luke's gone. It's, like it's it's kind of yeah. It ends a lot a lot better. Anyway, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> let's just let's just get into it, man. Let's yeah, just man. do it. How you, Shawnee, it's been a minute. How you doing, bud? It has been a minute. It's been almost two months. I think. I think. Really? Fuck. The, the so it's like Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin was when did Joel Schumacher pass away? It was like July or June. Oh, dude, Sean, I'm looking at the sourdough. Shit. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a it's oh. a handsome one. It's a handsome one. We're, we'll get to that segment later. <laughs> yeah. I, oh fuck yeah. Well, I mean that's weird that. That was like June or July because it's only like March twenty eighth, right? Yeah, like it's, still March <laughs> it's March fourteenth. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh God. I don't know like what I would do if we woke up and it was just like March fourteenth. I'd be like, good, I guess. Like, was it a learning experience? I watched Sopranos for the first time. That's good, I guess. Like, I got that <laughs> in my head now, and I can just you know, gabagool. <laughs> Did you did you watch all? Did oh, you watch yeah. the whole thing? We finished it in like oh, a month, shit. I think, probably less. Oh, like God, three damn. weeks. Interesting. I feel like I hadn't set out to like watch like one of those like longer ones. Like I keep saying I'm gonna watch another season of The Wire, but it just like, I don't know. We like, we started it, and I was like, I've seen the first three seasons, and then for some reason I just kind of fell off, and then I was like, I want to do like a start to finish, but we don't normally. Sopranos? Yeah, we don't normally like yeah. go crazy with binging, but. Mm. We we just kept going. We we're like, let's go. Let's just do another one. Like, yeah, it's really good. It's I'm really big, compelling. I my um freshman year roommate watched it, and I would like catch like chunks of episodes and stuff. And I was always like, I should watch this. But I there's like that's one of those shows where there's like just enough of it where I'm like, oh, that's a lot. Like, <laughs> it does. Well, some of the of... episodes are like 45 though. They're not full hours. 
Mm, that's not bad. So, yeah, that's not bad. I can do it. And there's only... Because I, I didn't... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was about to say, because, like, a lot of it, at least from what I've seen of, like, the earlier seasons, it's, like, him processing, like, all of his, like, all the things he's done. It was a lot more, like, um, uh, like, it's more about, like, his, his like, therapy and stuff like that. And I was like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, dissecting, I don't know, dissecting, but also, like, going all in on, like, that, like, the idea of, like, a mafia character appealing to me but yeah it's it's uh it's phenomenal i i highly recommend it um they it's most like writers and critics are always saying like gandolfini's performance is like the best dramatic tv performance ever it's it's great (laughs) i fucking love gandalf he's i'm so bummed he's gone like i just i never really processed i knew i was obviously like bummed i was like oh man but now it's just like watching the show man we lost a really good actor interesting i i feel like my my main gandolfini like performance that i know honestly is the where the wild things are mm. voiceover he does but it's it's wonderful like the the shit that he does in that is like so good and like the best part of his performance is his like heavy breathing <laughs> his heavy breathing as uh a carol or whatever is just like <sighs> it's 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 fucking great because that like cracks it adds a lot to that it. becomes a major feature of his uh, performance like in the later seasons because he just he just gets heavier and heavier throughout the show and it's just kind of like ugh, like and that's that's kind of what killed him too unfortunately his weight fluctuation yeah. um mm. but he he's amazing highly recommend it i'll throw that on the list um that's yeah that's like basically the only thing we've been watching <laughs> Really? The last, like, fucking month and a half or so. Like, we just all oh, did God only damn. Sopranos and then, like, peppered in, like, one or two movies if, like, we were feeling, like, too depressed or something from an episode. Yeah. I I feel like I haven't done a ton of movies as of late. I watched more, like, recently, like, fairly recently. There was, like, a weekend where I, like, burned through all the Jurassic Parks again, but I can, like... Those are, like, background noise to me because I would, like, do that when I was, like, a kid, mm. which is, like, weird, but... Um, and rewatching the Jurassic World movies, which I'm sure we've talked about, those are the weirdest. The Jurassic World movies are so fucking weird, and I, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. They're they're really perplexing as to like what they're even going for. But at least whatever. the first one is kind of like tongue in cheek with all the marketing and stuff. Like it's a little yeah. self aware, which is good because I think there's always a self aware element to the Jurassic Park movies. But yeah, the first one's more of a satire of like what it even is but the second one like removes a lot of that but then is just going for more just like goofy monster i don't know we've definitely talked about these before but i'm also like like i just don't i don't know they're doing another one right well that's the big movie like there's a lot that's being like written about how that's like the one that's like is this gonna be the way productions are done now in a covid era and while i like while I was just setting up, like, I got, like, apps and stuff set up, and before you called, I was just, like, on Facebook for a second, and someone shared uh, an article. Apparently, I didn't read it. I just looked at the headline because I was, just, you know, just, like, killing a minute. But apparently they spent $9 million in extra COVID protection, which I was like, That's actually shit. not even like, that bad, I think. I, I've heard some things about, like, companies I know about and stuff, wink, wink. And, uh, it's costing like three figures per episode or six figures per episode. 
uh, Jesus Christ, to do stuff. Yeah. Which is, I mean, spend the money, please. Like, keep people safe mm-hmm. if you really insist on doing production. Um, yeah, it's but part of, <laughs> it's part of the reason why I'm thinking of changing careers because I'm just like, uh yeah, it's definitely, yeah, definitely made me rethink like, a lot of things. Um, but yeah. honestly, it just kind of not to like make everything about star wars but it makes the mandalorian kind of more important i think because i think those technologies will be implemented a lot more now in bigger movies that can afford it yeah no a hundred percent where it's but that technology has limitations like it's not gonna and obviously they're gonna push it the technology being the like the giant teeth like they can basically green screen and create any environment in like a, a super controlled like area it doesn't seem like there's like there's still a ton of limitations because like after learning about that i never went back i i like think i like i thought about like the pilot episode a lot of mandalorian and so much we probably talked about this at some point but it's like so much of it is literally just like it's it's like very there's a lot of shots where it just feels very um I don't know, like, I, I'm, I'm having trouble, like, describing it, but it, it's, especially when he's on, like, the ice world, it just feels very, like, encapsulated. Like, there, there's something about it that's, like, super flat, like, which isn't bad. I think that was, like, the point, but I don't know. I think there's limitations with that, but, like, you can't, I feel like you can't tell every kind of story on that technology yet. No, definitely I mean, not yet. It's definitely, I mean, they already pushed it between, like, Jungle Book when they were doing it. They did it with Jungle Book, and then they've... Mm-hmm. from that to what they did with Mandalorian like two three years later is like pretty yeah. ridiculous like it's insane um because Mando I I didn't realize that at all while watching it it was like oh fuck, dude I was he didn't build I was talking to this guy who worked for a camera and lighting place and he was telling me about these screens like in 2017 so I guess like he had heard about them because of Jungle Book or something, and he's like, "Dude, they're they're gonna replace green screens in you know five years or whatever." And I'm like, "Holy shit, like it's, it's happening!" Oh, a thousand percent, yeah, because it's it removes, it potentially removes like a couple post steps too. Like, yeah, I mean, well, did you um? Because I know you watch it. Um, uh, the the uh, the uh, VFX artist reacts the mm-hmm. the quarter crew video mm-hmm. I think it was their last one. Uh, uh, they looked at Mary Poppins. Yes. Um, and yeah, yeah. This, this was that the 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 Mary Poppins thing where it was like they filmed with a specific type of light where they had a prism in the car- camera that like refracted that, so it basically gave you like the like the keyframe and like the like it like removed the the background because of the way it was lit so like perfectly and precisely that like whatever it was but it was like they were never able to replicate like the 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 prism inside of it or or whatever i was like that is yeah uh, that really fucking blew my mind i was like like what it's literally a one-time technology that will never be used again I, I actually meant to like follow up on that after now that I'm like talking about it, but like it's insane. I don't know. It, it's insane. And like that's in a lot of ways, like that's what that like technology kind of offers. Like I feel, but it, it's a little bit more. I'm sure like um, like sports reporters and stuff like that. Like there's there's a Ooh, lot of applications. Yeah, I never even thought of that. 
Yeah, weather, like, there's so much where it's like, yeah, you have to deal with the green screen stuff, but now you'll be able to have reference stuff, and it's... Well, also, it just it just adds that extra element of the spill on your shoulder and arm and head, and, like, that extra spill just, like, adds so much to whether or not you look like you're actually in the environment that you're in. Like, green screen's like, dude, Mandalorian looks better than, like, some $300, $300 million movies, like... 100 percent it's it's ridiculous because usually if a movie hits 300 million dollars something terribly wrong has gone on or it's like for some reason pirates of the caribbean 3 <laughs> um which uh polygon did a whole bunch of articles on the pirates of the caribbean movies that i was like l- like flipping through the other day i was like this is random that they're doing this but now i'm like oh fuck i want to speaking of like rewatch movie these. retrospectives i just watched all the caravan and garbages of the transformers franchise i I highly oh, recommend fuck. it if you have it. <laughs> I no, I was watching those week to week because I fuck. That's one of my favorite. Like, I love that podcast and I love the YouTube channel. I've also been like itching to watch the Transformers movies, even though I know that's a terrible idea. So I've been watching a lot of like <laughs> clips from them on YouTube, yeah, which I you hate to admit. There you go. Um, you get the movie. The, I was gonna send you the link to the last night episode uh, with the time code for when they have. Mark Wahlberg is Dirk Diggler singing You Got the Touch <laughs> with with all of Katie Yeager's finest moments from the fucking movies because I was crying laughing from that because they they like reference Katie Yeager a bunch on the podcast or whatever because Katie Yeager is the worst fucking character. They're like, yeah, he's in the middle of nowhere, Texas, and he's the type of guy who will find a football twice in one <laughs> movie in places where it shouldn't be. And I was like, oh my God, he does. He's... Fuck, Mark Wahlberg in the, like, The Last Night is one of the worst movies I've ever fucking seen. But, like, after watching their video, I'm like, I just kind of want to hate watch it. Just because Mark Wahlberg's performance, he's so just big and, like, he's... He's always doing Mark Wahlberg voice, too. Like, all the clips they showed, I'm just like, yeah, wow, Transformers, wow. Oh, it's awful. The, they had a, I forget, they did show the clip where he's just like, maybe it's in this horse's ass. And then he like smashes like a, a he's so dumb and like muscles and just like, let me just break stuff that I don't know about. That's like hundreds of years old. Like he, he it's like big trouble in little China where he's, um, uh, Kurt Russell's character where I'm blanking on, on what is it? Jack Burton. Uh, he's just a big, like muscly idiot who's just in the right place at the right time, but he's like he's not the hero of the movie like his whole bravado and character and like ego makes him think he's like the hero of the story but he's not at all it's like his sidekicks like the story yeah those i yeah all right i highly highly fucking recommend those those are so good oh fuck yeah it's 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 brutal dude i've been i've been on like a batman kick i started with we watched batman begins in the dark night and then i was like fuck it yeah batman batman returns because um, it, it I, actually it probably started with Batman and Robin, honestly. Yeah, we just threw in Batman yeah. and Robin, and then I was like, "Did you weirdly watch you get them all?" Did you watch Forever at any point? Yes. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! I am. Um, They're pushing for the Schumacher cut for that. I sure I would love to Why see not? what a slightly like because I don't like Forever that much, um, and it's a movie where it's just like. It's not that much to, like... Laugh at. I don't want to laugh at it. I think it's not that much to, like, make it work. Just, like, 
a little bit more. Like I think it you can't save Tommy Lee Jones. I don't. I I like apparently a lot of the scenes help Two Face, but I'm like mm, I think <laughs> I think that whole performance is a lost cause. Yeah. But like the Riddler, I think you just find ways to cut around some of Jim Carrey's like shtick, and it's like no, he's a very very good Riddler. Mm-hmm. Um, you only need to cut a couple scenes out to kind of yeah. make that better. Like. Oh, absolutely! You can even like change the sound design of some scenes too, and make it better. Like, like the ba- like yeah. the baseball scene where he's like blowing up the Batcave. Just like make rearrange a few shots and like change the sound design, and it's gonna probably be a good scene. Joygasm! Yeah. Just like the the spit in the can kind of. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, there's like cartoon sound effects. All right, all right, all right. It's so they just like use the like, Looney Tunes stock sound. <laughs> I've been, uh, uh, Kelly has been talking a lot about how she thinks, like, when her cat runs away, like, or is, like, running, because her cat's, like, real old and fat. It's great. It's the best fucking cat in the world. But, uh, uh, she always hears cartoon sound effects. <laughs> so I've been playing a lot of stock cartoon sound effect, like, clips of, like, running sounds and stuff like that for her. It's very enjoyable. Uh, I should, uh, I'll send you the link. But, um, I, I, I did the Dark Knight movies a little while, like a couple months ago. Um, I've been I've been fucking itching to watch Batman Returns for months, like years at this point. I haven't watched that in like a couple years. But I watched the, I forgot about this, I watched the animated Dark Knight Returns at some point. I did too, yeah. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah. There's the, Bruce, there's the uh, one. What's his name? Peter Weller, right? Is Yeah, Batman? RoboCop, I, RoboCop's Batman, he... He, I don't think he's. It's something I, I like. I want. I want it to be better than it yeah. is. Where I'm just like, there's a couple times where he's just like, there's such a disconnect where he's just like, he has like the one speech where he's like, I'm the law, and it's just. It's it's like with that tone where it's it's like, all right, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm waiting for HBO Max to put up more Superman shit. I mean, they have the original Reeves movies, but they don't have Man of Steel yet. They don't have um, like any. They only have like one or two cartoons, and there's like a bunch of good Superman cartoons. I want to see the new Red Sun Superman or the the Russian I'd, one. Yeah, um, I read that uh, <clears throat> a while ago, which was good. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, fucking. Returns, Devito, fucking. That's all I want to watch. Walking, that cast is supposed to hypnotize me. (laughs) That cast is insane. That whole movie's fucking. I feel like that was like the first time because I was looking at it too. The first Batman was like thirty million dollars, and this one was Returns was like ninety. They like almost tripled the budget. Yeah, it was like oh okay, and then like they were paying you know Jim Carrey was making like or no I'm sorry uh. They Devito and them were probably making like a couple million dollars. Oh, I'm sure. You know. But like, I think Devito earned whatever the fuck. He oh yeah. Well, he's also shellacked makeup too every day. Mm-hmm. And I, it's it is delightful. It is a delightful, delightfully weird performance where it's just like fucking. I don't think Danny Devito. I think it's easy to forget that Danny Devito can like put it in like put in a fucking performance yeah it's like i don't know he's just frank he's just gonna show up and he's gonna do it on the day where he's like no he can he can act too (laughs) he's not just like a prop for comedy um watching a bunch of random sunny episodes yeah yeah i mean fucking um sorry i'm just gonna do a quick pause because i'm making a lot of bad noises that's fine what you got I think this is the Sorry, weed. Andrew, I just 
just did my nails. No worries. I can't even get it open. It's like, what color? Look, he asked what color. Oh, it's um. Oh, it's called like Persuade. It's like yeah. A I gotta bring him closer. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Hand model. <laughs> I thought I should be putting this in my mouth. But. Well, yeah, Sean, you just gave yourself COVID. That way. Oh, but I I can't get my thumb in there. They got fancy new bags to deliver our These weed. goddamn childproof bags, dude. I swear to God. Usually it's just a brown bag. you have, bag. like, a pencil or something to stab in? This is staying in. Sorry, Mom. Well, we can cut, you know. No, she doesn't have some of this fucking shit. Sounds, sounds great. I'm like, I'm like, it's like stabbing it. Like, come on. <laughs> Bring his man. Um, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no worries. It was just Sean struggling with a uh, package. Big old, big know. old package. Um. So yeah, Batman Returns is Michelle Pfeiffer, amazing. Michelle Pfeiffer's. Keaton's just like middle aged and just like probably doesn't want to be there. Uh, the, but the thing is, Keaton's performance comes down to two scenes, and I reference this all the time. And like he does two scenes, and then he can fucking sleepwalk through the rest of the movie. Scene one, when he stands up with the bat single behind him, is the greatest fucking thing that's ever happened. And then scene two is the uh, I haven't eaten all day. It slams Catwoman into the ground. Says, "Eat floor. It's high in fiber." <laughs> He's good. He doesn't have to do anything else. It's kind of true. He didn't, even, <laughs> he didn't even have to do the eat floor thing. He stood up with the bat single behind. <laughs> like, yeah, that was. It's a stunt, man. That's it. <laughs> so good. Yeah, dude. It's great. It's fucking great. Um. Yeah. And that's kind of like the genesis of like cheesy one-liners and like Batman movies I guess right there's not really anything like that in the first one no I don't think there is first one's pretty yeah, like not super goofy well it's goofy as fuck but not in the same way yeah I like I didn't realize but it uh, obviously makes perfect sense where it's like if they like tripled the budget like I mean the suit looks way better I, it's like way sleeker and the suit is it fits to his face yeah. that's except for when he it becomes the fruit roll up and he like rips it off but the um uh if you're saying this movie got triple the budget and tim burton basically did whatever the fuck he want do you think star magic jackson like put their fingers all over this like it's kind of a it's kind of a hollywood sequel doctor movie kind of is yeah it's like oh you want you want a bunch of German expressionalism and Christopher Walken as a new... You want three villains in your movie and a gang of clowns that are for hire? We're gonna put rockets on penguins. It's in the movie. <laughs> Danny DeVito is gonna go around and he's gonna steal a bunch of children and put them in a circus show and then he's gonna steal the first penguins. Uh... What if we have a bathtub? All right, so I guess Danny DeVito's going to be obsessed with rubber ducks, and he's going to have a big rubber duck that's also a tank and also works as a scissor lift that he uses to break into parties in, in Gotham High Society. He also has a miniature 
<laughs> gumball machine ride batmobile that also hacks into the batmobile it's in the movie <laughs> how about a cd player that works as a record scratch so that batman can do a remix on his evidence against oswald cobblepot's mayor mayoral campaign it's a, it's a Hollywood sequel it, doctor movie. Fuck. I don't know how it, like, it, uh. it's, well, that's what's just like classic Tim Burton. He can make it dark still, you know? Oh, yeah. No, there, there's the, a darkness. Yeah, a fucking Batman Returns rules. Can I'm going to pivot from a Batman thing, because this is under my, like, my little notes thing that I had for uh, things to talk about. This is just under hype. Uh, Rocksteady finally announced their <sighs> next game. Because Rocksteady's made three games. I think that's it. I think they've only done the Arkham games. Maybe some, like, shovelware and stuff like that before, where it was, like, because the first Batman game was going to be, like, a rhythm like a rhythm game or something like that, and then they figured out the combat. Did, did um, they do all of the Arkham games, or did they just do... They didn't do Origins, and I don't think they did any of, like, the, like, DS or, like, whatever spinoffs and stuff Okay. Because there's a couple... There's, like, one or two handheld ones or something like that. But And maybe the VR. I don't did know they do Night? They did um, Asylum, City, and... Uh, and Night. Ar- Arkham Knight, yeah. So okay. they haven't done anything. They haven't done anything since then, and there's been a bunch of rumors. I think it'd do Superman. I personally would have loved to see a TMNT game made by them, because that would have been fucking awesome. I mean, awesome. yeah, dude. I would love a four-player, like, co-op with basically the Batman combat, but with Ninja Turtles would have been fucking sweet, because you can explore all that fun shit, and make a really fun version of New York, but they're doing, they just announced the title of their game, well, they, I first, I think they first did the screenshot, which was, it's the Suicide Squad, and it was Superman with a target over his head, and it was like, it's a Suicide Squad game, where the whole point is you have to kill Superman, I was like... So that fulfills the promise of the Suicide Squad movie in its own weird way, mm-hmm. where they were put together to like kill Superman, and then it's the game is the Suicide Squad ki- like kills the Justice League. I am so fucking hyped. That's it's gonna be good. It's it's, be good. it's fucking wild. Like if it's all the if it's in like the Arkham universe, like the Arkham versions of all those characters are great. Like they're mm-hmm. Deathstroke. I get, this might weirdly have been set up in Origins, but whatever. But um, they're Deathstroke, they're Deadshot, like, Harley, if she's in it, like, fucking Killer Croc, if they keep him, if he's still alive or whatever. Well, he was just turning more and more, like, gross or something. Yeah, like I don't that think he night, dies but... in the Arkham games, right? No, there's, like, a spin-off, there's, like, DLC for Knight, and he's, like, he had been getting, like, tortured and mute, like, they were like chopping him up because he could like heal, and every time he would heal, it'd be like less human. So, Ugh. like Killer, Killer Croc was like way bigger. He had like a huge tail and like spikes on his back. He was like even bigger than previous games. It was it was really weird and like sad. But when you eventually fight him, and it's just you and Nightwing doing like RKO's on him, you're just doing like you're just doing like wrestling moves on like what is essentially a very sad, twisted like thing at this Ugh. point. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's gonna be a fun one. Is it coming out for the new generation game consoles or? Oh, fuck, I didn't. Well, we don't know. They're gonna do their, because we're gonna t- probably talk about the fandom thing whenever that happens. It's next weekend. 
Right. We were going to do Comic-Con, but nothing happened. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why, like, why would it? It's like, eh, like man. who cares? They did show the first two minutes of New Mutants. Oh, my God. If, do, New Mutants. do you think if Mulan does well enough, they'll put New Mutants on? They, they can't. That's been the whole New Mutants problem. Is that uh, New Mutants legally can't has it has to before it goes to Disney Plus? Part of its like budget or when it was first made was it has to go to theaters, it has to be shown in theaters, and it has to be has to go to HBO I think first, and that's like something they can't break because that contract existed before. That's why that's part of the reason why it's like this problem is Disney Plus just dumped like. That Adam De, that Adam DeMamp movie, Adam Devine movie, mm-hmm. uh, like it's like Magic Camp or something like that. And I saw like a review because I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It apparently was made like three years ago, <laughs> and it's just been sitting on the shelf. Uh, and then they just they're like, "All right, fucking just dump it." That's Disney Plus is just kind of like all the other streaming services, just quietly also like a dumping ground. Yeah. So it's. They just can't do it with new. And if, hey, if you're gonna dump shit like the Snyder Cut, fucking, I'll I'll eat that shit up. Mm-hmm. Why not? I can't wait. I can't wait. That um, trailer the, next uh, weekend. Steppen... There's gonna be. A, they're probably gonna show a trailer for it at that fandom. Fuck yeah! They might. Hell they're yeah. probably gonna announce new movies too. Yeah, there's like an Aquaman panel. I feel like we're gonna see The Rock as Black Adam. Yeah, like a like actual in... image maybe. Yeah, like it's probably gonna obviously it's gonna be like a thing where it's like well, this is gonna get tweaked because that's DC is just like here's all this stuff we're gonna make. <laughs> it's like eh, well, we'll make some of it maybe. Yeah, at this point, if they're doing like Aquaman two, we know that's gonna happen. Shazam two, we we know that's gonna happen because those were successful and people liked this. Wonder Woman, but man, I would I was I was pretty hyped for uh, Wonder Woman. I would... Yeah, there were. A lot of good movies coming out this summer. Fucking Tenet, which they're still trying to push. They're still he's he's. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna get what he wants. It's just a matter of when it's gonna happen. Yeah, where it's like, dude, just wait till next summer. Like at this point, yeah. Because <laughs> I I want to see Tenet in theaters, but I'm not going to. I yeah no <laughs> I I kind of agree. I don't know when I'll go back to a theater, but I mean. Uh, I can't wait for that fucking movie. There's like they were saying, there's less visual effect shots in it than like a standard rom com nowadays. Yeah, I saw that. He said there's no green screen. I was like, like 270. Okay. I think there's like 240 visual effect shots, and like the average blockbuster probably has like 5,000 now, 4,000. Wasn't it like Endgame or Infinity War had 12 shots that like didn't require CGI? I, the Hawkeye shit in Endgame probably. No, that a thousand percent needed CGI. Like I'm sure That's they true. needed to extend the farm or make it look more desolate or something or remove whatever. Because those Vanity Fair videos where they do like anatomy of a scene, mm-hmm. they did one on Infinity War and it was Thor meeting the Guardians, and it's everything is it, it's literally like everything like Thor's eye, Mantis's things like aren't there. Like they have to touch up like Drax's like makeup. Like it's all the shit where it's just like. Okay, Oh my god! Like, <laughs> it's insane. And then there's shots in Infinity War where it's like Black Panther's suit. I feel like we've probably mentioned this before. I, I, Black Panther's like suit around his collar just looks like an Under Armour shirt. It's like all bunched up when he doesn't have his mask on. Mm-hmm. It's if, if you end up watching that again, 
look for it. It's not really a major thing, but I always notice it. It's yeah, it's it's. I guess everything gets touched up to a degree nowadays. Yeah. 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 The digital facelift kind of stuff that is rumored or whatever, like Tom, the Tom Cruise technology that's always rumored. Well, yeah, I mean, they, you know they, 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 did, they wasn't there like they said that like with Terminator Three, there was um, there's only like one version of it that exists where there's like one or two frames of Arnold that aren't digitally touched up, and that was like they've probably been doing it for more than two, 20, almost twenty years now, right. I, I I think the argument could be made that T3 we I feel like we probably had the same exact conversation but like T3 you like that makes sense because he's playing a younger and even he's supposed to look exactly the same even though it's a slightly different model just yeah. like 10 years 12 years after yeah also T2 on my birthday that was my Andrew's movie pick for me and Kelly because <laughs> she had never seen T2 before and I was like I was like I think you're gonna like it she did she liked it a lot uh which I like. I think she was surprised, but um, Arnold in the bar scene, like, is he's he's literally just like, like he's like a Vitruvian man that just like steps out of like time and space with like baby skin. It's fucking crazy, but yeah, it's so good. Fucking T two is a fucking ride. That movie rules. Um, it's awesome. It's incredible. It's so good. Uh, just throwing out production facts uh, the whole time. It's one of those movies. <laughs> like uh, Robert Patrick training himself not to blink when he fires a gun. Oh, I, sh- I didn't even bring that it's up. Awesome. I could have brought that up. Yeah, yeah it's so good. It, it's just talking about... Um, well, there, there's there's things that I like about that movie. Um, I like watching it on TV. Uh, I like parties that never end. I like watching my team win. And, and those twins. There's... there's <laughs> There's so many twins in movie. Speaking of Terminator, I, that was one of the movies I watched. I watched Dark Fate. It's probably the third best one, but there's a really steep drop off between the two, second and third best. There is. Did did you did you see that in theaters? I forget. Did we talk? Did, oh, I thought you did. I thought we did an app on that. No, we never did. Maybe I talk. I don't know. Like, Dark Fate is so close to being good. It's it not is, bad. No, it's not. It's it just shoots itself in the foot a couple times where it's like, wait, what? Like, biggest problem with it? Just spoilers for Terminator Dark Fate because who gives a shit? It's the, it lost a lot of money. Uh, the uh, ending makes Ar- like Arnold ha- like kills the the Rev Nine or whatever it's called. Like, and he has no thematic or story reason to. It should have probably just killed Arnold. And then, like, at that point, Danny, I think her name is, is, like, doing everything she should. She's stepping into the role that she's supposed to have in the future. And she doesn't get to do the, like, killing blow. So it's just... And also, Arnold's not the Terminator from Terminator 2. It's a different one that actually, spoiler, killed John Connor. So... That... Yeah. That opening scene is fucking crazy. That The D8, like, that recreated... by far. I was like, did they just reuse footage like and repurpose it? They, like that's what they might have like touched but... it up and kind of yeah. It's fucking wild. Because yeah, I mean, there's probably it's... plenty of footage of Linda Hamilton looking out into the distance, concerned in Terminator Two. Yeah, she does it a yeah. lot. Uh, <laughs> and then just no, no. It looks so good though. It looks real good. Um, and just that, holding that glasses. Movie's... Great way to hide it. Just put them in the fucking glasses. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it removes removes some of like the hardest CG CG work to do at that point. Um, yeah, Dark Fate. The first act is probably the best part because it has like the best action scene too, and it it gets too big at the end, but it's like not fun. You you were saying it was like the the ATM like tank falling out of the sky, yeah. like that's basically what happens. Yeah. It's like. It's, you, you said it should have just been about them crossing the border, and that's what it should have been. Because that's Terminator 2 is such a small movie. It's not like a crazy... The biggest set piece is like the trunk, the truck chase, maybe? Here's the thing, though. Which one? There's like two truck chases in that movie. It's uh, either nuts. one, yeah. Exactly. Either one. The, well, the one at the end is probably bigger, because a helicopter flies underneath an overpass, and it, I think it's the coolest thing every time I watch it. <laughs> uh, and the T-1000 grows a third arm, which, like, I never noticed until reading that online. But the, yeah, the, there's, like, a chunk in the middle of Dark Fate where Danny is the hero res- of the Resistance in the future. Uh, and she's, uh, I think, uh, is she Mexican or is she Mexican-American? I can't remember. I don't remember either. I don't remember where the movie takes place. But they have to cross the border. I think they're in Mexico. And they have to go... Uh, they have to cross the border. The Terminator that's after them can split in two. One is the skeleton, and then the other one is, like, a liquid metal version. The liquid metal version is, like, has taken over, like, basically a border control headquarters and has drones and shit. And then the skeleton's after them. That's, like, a five-minute chunk of the movie. Whereas, I'm like, wait a minute. How is that not just the entire movie? Is, it's a... Like sometimes yeah, it's remember, the skeleton after him. Sometimes it's the liquid metal. Sometimes it's both. Like if the the, the liquid metal one can be sending humans and it has resources now and can use thought, while the other one is just like pushing them. Like that's a movie. And there's something of I I don't know if a Terminator movie is the right thing to be like drawing like comparisons to reality but it's like that's fucking i don't know that's interesting that's at least trying to be about something mm-hmm. i don't know that was my that was my whole thing where I, I after that chunk of the movie i was like how is this not the whole thing <laughs> yeah it's like a it's it's such a small part of the movie yeah but it's if, to me it felt like it was like like it sends like a drone after him i'm like this is this is intriguing i want to watch this mm-hmm. this whole thing but yeah um yeah that was like yeah yeah it's worth i don't know it's worth watching if you've got nothing else going on but I don't know. I, I dug it. But, yeah, um, if you're completely out of stuff to watch right now, why not? <laughs> you might be. I, I mean, I, that's why I watched it at the point. I was like, fuck it. I got it, I got it <laughs> on Voodoo, so like, why not? Um, yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah, man. So, um, what you want to get into pickles? Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, because I mean, we're like freewheeling, but we were gonna we watched. Uh, uh, we both watched an American Pickle, uh, which is on HBO Max right now. Uh, I just watched it earlier today. Sean, you watched it, I think, probably, like, I don't know how time has been moving. Maybe, recently, like, a so. week or two, but at this point it could have been... A, I watched it, like, the day after it came out, so... Like, oh, okay. A week ago, two yeah. weeks ago. Um, oh, okay. It's good! It's good! It's, you know, it's, you know, it's definitely... I didn't realize it was PG-13 until after, and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Huh. Um, yeah, I, I didn't realize it. Like, I didn't really know a lot about it going in. I think they shot it like two years ago, and like they, I don't know if they like knew if they had a place for it or if like they HBO was just like let's just put it out on the Max. Interesting, because I, it, um, when the credits rolled, I was surprised that um, 
it wasn't written by Seth Rogen either. I was like, oh, I, f- I figured he would have written this too. Like, I could also see. So I I came out of it. I was like, that could have been like a movie written for Sandler, like mid to late two thousands. That's yes. what it felt like. But it was like on the better mm-hmm. end of it. Like it wasn't a bad mid two thousands Sandler movie. No, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. There was a lot of things I liked about it. And Kelly, like Kelly, watched it too. Um, uh, and we both kind of like settled on the same thing. We were like it was good. It was. It's like a gray. I think it actually just started raining. It's like a grayish uh, Saturday here, and like there's a like there's a farmer's market we usually go to on. It's like literally around the corner from her place. So we like went there, made breakfast, ate, and then like put it on, and we're like doing stuff as well <laughs> like we were like we like she she was like doing like an arts crafts thing and i'm doing like uh i was gluing a puzzle we made together um we were doing stuff like that and it was like i don't know it was a perfect way to like pass like a gray saturday afternoon yeah like, it it's it's not bad it's not like offensive in any way it's just like this could i don't it, it looks great loved the look of it um Kelly said the same thing. And the score, it's a movie where the score is working fucking overtime. <laughs> uh, I, I, I looked up that it was G, uh, Giacchino um, like halfway through the movie. So I was just like, I like the score a lot, but well, it is it is a lot. And it sounds like a superhero movie. I, I assumed it was going to be like that Brian Tyler's or like uh, mm. one, of, one of the dudes who's done like, who's like quietly done like three Mar- like Marvel scores. Because it just sounded like a superhero movie. And I was technically right. Giacchino's done like. A lot like, of like three yeah. Marvel scores yeah. and like all almost yeah. all of Abrams shit. Um, yeah, no, mm-hmm. it, it well, so it was the first sequence where it's like the four by three aspect ratio and it's like old timey. I love that shit. I thought that was gonna What's be the whole me? movie. I was like, fuck it, like absolutely. Because it, it's um, I'm blanking on the correct word. You probably help me out here. Where it's 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 only sharp like in the center of the image too. Um, <laughs> Oh, Sean, the you just get a Sammy? Food's here. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, I can well, yeah. um, You're good. You don't mic. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> this is the guy who does it most episodes, and it's horrible because it's popcorn and cereal are things I'll eat on the mic. Because um, I'm a monster. Uh, yeah, the the 4 by 3 stuff like looked fucking great, and like thematically, and everything, like, not thematic, like content-wise like that, it was probably my favorite thing, where it was just like, his wife's like first line was just like, "I am destitute. I have no food." And it's just like in a way I was like, <laughs> "Just like fucked up to laugh at." But yeah, no, it's it's like it's like super sad. Um, the the guy who directed it, Brandon Trost, is actually a director, of photography, cinematographer, and he. I'm just you know, I I love this dude. He shot. He started with MacGruber. That was like his first, I guess, big one. And Rogan has been like using him ever since that because he's obsessed with Gruber. Also, rewatched that like two days ago. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Gruber getting a peacock show. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And there's a teaser someone sent me, which I didn't see the teaser online until someone like sent me. It. I don't know where the fuck you found it, but it's just McGruber standing on some rocks and he's like, better not fuck this up. Like, it's <laughs> like, I was like, good. Was like, fucking uh... make a McGruber show three years ago like just don't fuck it up don't like give them whatever money they ask for to make the show and then don't pay attention and then just release it like don't <laughs> that's how everything like, should be done nowadays 
It should. Specifically for MacGruber. It's just like, I don't know. It's just, they're making a MacGruber show. Just give them what they want. Like, <laughs> the article you sent me had like the villain's name in it. And I forget what it was. It was like Anus something. Like Enus something or other. <laughs> oh, I... I feel like I don't, I don't I think I sent stuff to people where I was like excited about MacGruber but I don't think I read anything <laughs> I think the main thing for me was just like they're actually doing it good I assume there's nothing worked out but I don't fucking care give me more MacGruber yeah I I, I looked him out uh, after when the movie ended because um, you've talked about this dude a lot because he was more like an action movie he was like an action uh, uh, DP right yeah he he definitely was more not a comedy DP um, and then they obviously wanted more of like an action movie aesthetic for MacGruber and then Rogan brought him in for like he shot this is the end I think um, let me just pull up his IMDB I know he did the interview um, which also oh, looks the, awesome the, yeah that the <laughs> Kelly's been watching Fresh Off the Boat a lot, and Randall Park is he's uh, hilarious. fucking great. He's great in that. Um, uh, yeah, because there's a couple sequences in the interview where they like go for that super Michael Bay like style, yeah. like which is like hard to nail, but like they they did a, a good job with that. Like when they shoot like the drone or the missile that like goes into a tiger's butt or something. Um, <laughs> he shot the pilot of Righteous Gemstones, extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. But the movie about um. Jeff, uh, not Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, Ted Bundy with Zac Efron. Uh, he shot. Uh, oh, he shot the play. Uh, Dave Grohl, Barry. I think he shot the pilot of Barry. Yep. Future Man, Disaster Artist. He he shot the Foo Fighters Run music video. Um, He's good. Neighbors, both the Neighbors movies, Pop Star, The Night Before, uh, Interview Neighbors. Yeah. He's he, he's all over the play. That he oh. shot. That's my boy. Um, I never saw that's my boy, but I'm it's sure bad. it's yeah, I'm sure it's it's bad. crank There's high. A and then you, and you go back before he shot McGruber. Crank high voltage. Halloween two. Uh, presence. Weather girl. Pulse two and three. <laughs> I saw he. I saw Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance on his on his thing too. So he was a Neville Dean and Taylor dude. He was with Nevildeen and Taylor. That's that's actually that's pretty fucking wild to me. Um, yeah, he's got a really interesting career. And if like any dude who's like filming, like whoever the fuck filmed Crank or whatever, like I'm gonna trust their work. You know what I mean? Where it's just like it's like because that's like a movie where it's just they're you just shoot it whatever seems coolest. Like was probably his instructions, and he's like. Okay, <laughs> it's kind of like you use what it, like we don't have a lot of resources. Like literally, go nuts. It doesn't. There's there's, there's no rules. It's low budget. It's fucking go crazy. Yeah. Crank high. Crank one is a movie that's like on rails, even though it's like insane. Crank two has no like. Have you ever? Seen, I've seen. I haven't like, seen the either. Of I, I, I'll do spoilers for the end of Crank one. Crank one. He gets. Like he gets shot up with adrenaline, and then he has to keep up adrenaline, otherwise his heart's gonna stop. So he has to keep doing increasingly more crazy things on his way to get revenge. At the end of the movie, he like fights a dude who's getting away on a helicopter, and he throws the dude off the helicopter. But in order to do so, he like Statham also falls off, and the movie ends where Statham smashes onto the ground, and he's lying dead after he like called his girlfriend like mid freefall. 
Crank 2 is he's like alive. Like so it doesn't the crank movies don't matter. It's just like fuck it. Statham's on board. What it's like Statham doing jackass. It's it's great. No, I'm Jason Statham. This is Jackass. <laughs> I'm I'm Jason Statham and this is a shopping cart. Like <laughs> Kenny Rogers jackass. Kenny Rogers jackass. <laughs> best sketch <laughs> fucking um isn't glenn howerton in both of them he is he is like a weird side character in the first one and then i feel like he has a little bit more to he's like in therapy in the second movie for like witnessing statham for like for like a scene or two like he's like a nurse or something like that he's like an effeminate nurse in the first one because of course uh <laughs> It's like something like that. We we know. weren't we weren't doing too good. We still aren't really doing great, but <laughs> yeah, I don't think Neville Dean and Taylor are going to be the ones to uh, <laughs> be the connoisseurs of taste. But there, yeah, it's um, you know what it is. Uh, I uh, I I just watched seasons two and three of Legion. If you ever watched that, oh no, I haven't. But I know it's like an FX show, right? Yeah, it's like an X Men show, but like not really connected to anything it's interesting because it's like this is what you could do with an x-men tv show you can take this one character you can take a bunch of obscure characters and make something like really interesting about it um in the first season then i found seasons two and three to be pretty tiresome (laughs) they felt like um it just felt like uh film majory it felt like film school bullshit like the whole thing like there's like weird androids that are like women in bowl cuts with mustaches and it's all like just about the visuals it, it it's a show that feels like it's like yeah it's like weird because it's like dwarves you know it's like little we're gonna have a bunch of little people in this scene like right and it's like it's like weird and like edgy and provocative and funny because of that and it's like I don't, it's like I don't all know, of peter like dinklage and uh living in oblivion boom it's it's that's it it's it's taking that like dream dream sequence logic and then making three seasons of a tv show out of it where sometimes it's like really fucking visually interesting and like really doing interesting stuff but then other times it's just kind of like yeah what are we doing here it's like it's like you think you're you think okay okay this isn't like, this isn't interesting or deep dude yeah yeah um i don't know there's some there's some good stuff in there and aubrey plaza fucking I don't know if she was it, in but, uh, She's great. Uh, her character was written to be, like, played by, like, a 40-something-year-old man, and she <laughs> did something. She plays it. She is completely, like, different from, like, um, April and Parks and Rec. Like, she is so high energy. She's such, like, a weird, like, manic energy in it. It's 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 really, really good. She's, like, huh. very interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, I'd say the first season's probably worth watching, but... There's an episode in the third season where they're in a psychic. Every almost every other episode exists in its own weird like, astro like section of the astral plane where it's like where I'm just like I don't even know what part of reality this is in anymore. And then they throw time travel in at one point. But oh great, J- there's one where Jermaine Clement exists on a section of the astral plane, uh, where him and his wife and another character who is now reverted to a child are all stuck and in this world jason manzukis lives in this section of the astral plane 
as some sort of big bad wolf character who just wants to tell people about all the horrible things about the real world. And then Jason Manzukis, who, and he's dressed up in like a top hat and like Charles Dickensy like clothes. Manzukis and Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords get into a psychic rap battle. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, Legion was on my list just so I can like describe things about Legion at you. That's, like a second. That sounds like really good. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I'm kind of into that. But when that's like what the show does almost every other episode, it's just kind of like there's a point where it's just like, all right, like, like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I would say check it out if you want. But no, I'm anyway. I, I'm de- you've definitely sparked my interest now with that description. Yeah, it's, it's real weird, and there's some good twists and turns that I, I'm not gonna not gonna say because I had some stuff spoiled before I, I I got back into it after the first season. But um, I was about to say yeah, American Pickle though. Uh, back to that. There's not like a ton to say. It's just I I felt like my biggest problem was like I didn't like I was like what is Herschel? I was like what's he representing here? Like what's his whole like point? Because it felt like especially near the end they it like shifted what it was like going for a bunch, and I was like I don't think this movie ever I don't think the script ever decided what it was trying to have like people represent yeah you know what i mean i don't know there's some stuff i st- I, I liked him as a character where it's just like it's like no you can't do that and he's like if i'm gonna do this then it's gonna happen he's just so det- like he's determined to the point where it's like he says he's gonna do something and he's gonna fucking do yeah. it like no matter what which is why i like the end credits tag where he's like i'm gonna marry barbara dry's hand and then it like ends on that and i was like <laughs> no he, he's gonna like <laughs> But. yeah i like that a little bit um yeah yeah it was it, it she's jewish it felt kind of watered down it felt like it could have been a little more could have like leaned into that some of the stuff that they might have been going for more like him being kind of a bigot um yeah but just like unknowingly because you know the times quote unquote i guess i don't know yeah it felt like the movie kept giving his character a bit of a pass where it's like yeah he never like learned. I don't think he learned anything. He just kind of kept like doing stuff. Yeah, and he just he learned used, a little. He's like current Seth Rogen to be a PR guy, like to not d- say horrible things. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it. I didn't really yeah. have like a message. I guess like, oh, you can you'll no. be fine as long as you have a PR guy. Yeah, and that was my problem. Where I was just like, I like a lot of the elements of this, but I was just like, what is. What is this going for? I feel like there's like interesting things at play that it just didn't. I don't know. And there's times where uh, Herschel, the or- older Seth Rogen, uh, was like he was just borderline Borat. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, like a lot. Like where I was just like, yeah, he's kind of like Borat. But here's the thing, Sean. Him and Borat would hate each other. <laughs> they would not get along. That's a movie I would see. I would watch Borat. <laughs> Borat and Herschel meet Frankenstein. <laughs> wait, wait. So there is um, uh, Kelly and I bought this board game, which we haven't played it yet. I was just re- I was reading the instructions because it seems like it's like a lot. Uh, we're probably gonna play it later tonight. It's called Horrified, where it's like a board game where you like play against the Universal monsters and you're like strategizing, trying to defeat them. It sounds really interesting. It sounds fun. Uh. I don't know if it's good or not. I don't know a lot about board games, but each monster you have to defeat in its own specific way. 
like you have to cure the wolfman you have to find the wolfman's cure and like do a thing and then like find a way to cure the wolfman and that's how you beat him and it's like I'll, I'll, like the creature from the black lagoon you just kind of have to make like go away it's like you find his lair and then you you shoo him out of town i was like okay be gone uh like like dracula you have to like uh you have to like smash a bunch of coffins and like overcome him is what they say. And like the mummy is like super complicated. You have to break his curse where it's like in the game you have to like the mummy is like hard difficulty because it's like you have to do like like six things you have to, to take defeat off him. all of his wrapping. You have to do you have to do that and then you have to fill it with cats. Uh, <laughs> the um, oh, I was about to say then Frankenstein and his bride are characters. And you have to teach them what it means to be human in order to defeat them. And I was like, that's a really tall order. <laughs> I was like, everything else is like, find this thing and give it to the monster. Or like, smash this thing. And it's like, I'm going to teach them about what it is to be a human being. And have like, what is consciousness? <laughs> I was like reading it and I was so taken aback by that. I was like, that's a lot. Whoa. Which fucking cracked me up. Um, sorry, that just reminded me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm looking forward to teaching uh, Frankenstein all about that. Um, and then it also has like a disclaimer. It also has a disclaimer where it's like, Frankenstein is actually not the name of the creature. The creature is commonly referred to as Frankenstein's monster. I was like, all right, fuck off. <laughs> we know, we know. We, we, we all know. We all fucking know. But, yeah. but I, don't know. I don't know. I liked American Pickle. I like... I like it was like sweet. It was like a weirdly sweet and like very toned down movie for Seth Rogen. Yeah. I thought it, it would was, be way more yeah. crass and like, but it wasn't. I don't even think he does laugh in it at all. <laughs> he does like once he does a little bit in the beginning yeah. when they're first meeting and he's just like showing him like cool shit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was like fine. I was like, this is a perfect way to like pass pass some time. Uh, but it was also nice to be like, oh, it's a newer. I haven't watched like new stuff. Like as Netflix has been putting things out, I'm like, whatever. I honestly don't even think I've watched anything on Netflix in months. Um, I watched. We've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. We just started that. I watched the first season and then all the protests and everything started. I was like, well, I don't know if I want to watch Pop <laughs> Joe right now. Just like I, I feel like that's like fucked I up do to feel say. But... Weird about it too. The first season, I was like, I really like it. I like it a lot, but... It's just um, jokes. It's just of, jokes, jokes, jokes. It's good. Oh, yeah, and the cast is great, but speaking of Sandberg, um, do you, have you seen Palm Springs? Yeah, that was another one. That was good. That was great. Yeah. That was, like, delightful. Well, if you're going to watch anything... Solid high-concept well, rom-com. You know, like... Well, you know, I'm not going to spoil it, but I knew what it was going in, because I hadn't heard a lot about it, but I knew it was one of those... I really wish I, I didn't like, watch oh, the trailer. Great. I wouldn't have known. Mm. The trailer gave it away. Oh, I don't remember the trailer. But yeah, uh, Palm Springs I thought was really, really good. And I, um, it, uh, even knowing like what type of movie it was, um, the beginning was still like, it was interesting. It was like an interesting take where it was like, it was, it was a movie where it was like kind of like a sequel to its own self. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know. I, I like, I like when there's like more high concept stuff that like, uh, that like pull, pulls that trick. I haven't really been watching a whole lot else. Yeah, that was kind of like the last thing. Um, I don't know, Palm Springs is really good. I don't know. We we stopped and started that conversation, but I know, we don't want to spoil it's, it. it. Yeah, it's, it's it's fine. We don't want to spoil it too much, but like, 
that was it's that is such a reliable subgenre where I'm always just like like I don't know there's something about that that's really good. Um, Patrick H. Willems, I've been watching a lot of his uh, YouTube stuff. Uh, yeah, Palm Street. I it's on Hulu. I highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. I know a lot of people have, which is good. I'm, I'm glad that. Yeah. Like, I don't, dude. All right, real quick before we wrap up, I gotta go to. What, mm-hmm. What's up with comedies? I think comedies are going to just get pushed to streaming services now, like especially with the virus. It's like 100%. I don't, I don't think anything is going to be released in theaters. It's not a, an action movie now. Well, that was the problem. Well, theaters have basically been killing certain genres. Like there's a lot of stuff that's dying, but comedies are like thriving on TV. Like that's mm-hmm. that, that's like the, the thing where it's like I feel like most you can take like a two hour comedy and break it up into like eight episodes and then people will digest it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like the wet hot two two TV shows. Those are like four hours long or something like that. Like if you put it all together, you can probably edit that down and it's like, probably you can make like two other wet hot movies out of it, but it's like, I don't know. You have a little, you have a lot more freedom. I feel like once, once you switch to a TV show, you can but, dive into characters more and like give everyone more stuff to do. Give a little know? bit more. Yeah. Throw some more meat on the bone, baby. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like theaters are probably gonna die. Also, they changed that law, so like studios can own theaters now, and that's just gonna be a Disney Dude, thing. Yeah, like right. Yeah. It's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. So it's go like to, a... go to a theater that's not a chain. Let's do that when we go back. Let's try if they're if they're still around. I might cancel my membership and try to go to like smaller. I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna leave my membership for like a month or so, just because I'm like, well, I feel bad about you know. Yeah. You're all you're gonna go under probably, but like I I'm not going back for a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, comedies. I yeah, yeah, and it sucks because like when you see a comedy with like in like a good theater, there's like nothing better. Like when yeah, everyone's like having a laugh with everybody. Yeah, oh, there's something about that that's just like real, real nice. Um, Fucking uh, King of Staten Island was great. I, Sean, I apologize. I never got around to watching it. I feel really bad. Uh, it's all good. I kind of figured since we didn't do a talk about it. We didn't. Sean really I, rent, I mean, you might be able to rent it for cheaper now too. So. Yeah. Um. Also, I, it's still on my list. I wanted to watch it. I just kind of forgot about it. If anything. Um. I forget when that came out. Exactly. When the fuck that came out? That was like March seventeenth. What? King of Staten Island was like March seventeenth. No, right? no, no, no. That was like June, I think. Sean, it's still March. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's been there's time doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. Um, we are, yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if more comedies die because Seth Rogen was talking about that. How it's like, it, comedy is now like a sub subcategory of like a lot of different stuff, which is. Well, that's true too. You're still getting laughs in all the action movies, even horror. Like I'm thinking about like Ari Aster's movies, Midsummer and Hereditary are like also low key hilarious. Like there's some really fucking funny sequences and like or not sequences, but just like chunks of those movies are like certain things where it's like Hereditary. I don't know if you ever saw it, but um, the the son every time he's talking to his friends, his friends are always like, "Yeah, yeah, dude, we're going to a party tonight. Bring your dick." Like it's. <laughs> Which is like really funny, and they it happens like three That's times throughout the. 
Yeah, but it happens like three times. Like that's just how they like talk to each other. That's fucking hilarious. Her Terror is also a movie where there's incredibly upsetting things that happen. That it's like, thank God for those those high school boys that told him to bring his dick old. Those rapscallions and their bikes. Yeah. Oh, it's really bad. It's like Midsummer. Midsummer's like low key, but has some like low key like really funny stuff. Um, because Midsummer's a fucked up movie, dude. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um. I'm trying to think. Uh, I also I've been watching a lot of. Um, uh, I had just like three little things I was gonna bring up. I'm watching a lot of Studio Ghibli movies like Miyazaki. Mm. I'm watching those because I've had the collection for a while, and now I'm like watching them more in order, and they are all fucking wonderful. I don't know if you've ever seen them. We watched Ponyo uh, a couple of weeks Ooh. ago. Oh, and then because oh, yeah. it's on HBO Max too, which is great. Um, right. I watched. We saw Totoro in theaters. They were because I know Gail told me she really liked it, and I had never seen a Miyazaki yeah. film at the time. So we, I got her ticket to, and we saw it in the theater. We watched uh, Totoro the other night. Um, it's I thought, sad. I saw it once year, like a couple years ago, sometime in college, I think. And I was just like, I don't remember. It's like I think there's like sad themes in it, but it's not overt about it. Because I watched it with Kelly, I was like, I think you're gonna like it. Cause it's mostly they like just meet this big hairy thing and then they just kind of hang out for a while and it's then it just kind of ends i was so wrong i was <laughs> i was so wrong <laughs> kelly was not yeah i've i've been wanting to continue watching him but i think it's i think totoro was a little it was, it was real it's, sad because I, I, yeah. I forgot completely because the first half the kids were literally just running around and screaming and then being like thank you at everyone <laughs> It's a lot of screaming and then yelling, thank you. Um, and, then the, and then Totoro's just like... Uh, uh. And Totoro's just like, hey, sorry about your mom. Anyway, check out this top I got. <laughs> it's like... It's, all, like, it's so weird. And then I also think it's really funny because the end credits have a song where they just explain Totoro's whole deal. <laughs> Like, the chorus is like, you can only see him when you're very young. And it's, it's so good. It's like, he likes to spin tops, and he's got two smaller versions of him that are friends. He lives in a tree, and he takes lots of naps. Like, Did they, like, add that for the American version, or is that the song in the actual... I have no idea, but believe me, I was thinking about it. I, I was thinking about it, but not enough to look it up because I kind of want to believe. American, we'll, we'll never, these people will never get it in America. We got to tell them the story at the end credits song. <laughs> Can we get Will Smith? No. <laughs> to explain the whole plot of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been, I've been burning through those. They're, they're fucking good. That, uh, I know you don't have, uh, PlayStation, but The Last of Us Part Two is fucking real good. I really like it. Um, I might get PS Five instead of the Xbox. Oh honestly. shit! I don't plan on getting either of those for a while. Oh no, they're, they're gonna have to be at least under five hundred dollars before I get them. With a lot more, I, and and just like a lot of, there's gonna need to be like one. If kill if Arkham Knight is what made me get uh, PS Four. If uh, the Suicide Squad game is, like, a PS5 exclusive, I'd probably, like, that would I, be the one I'd be like, I really wanted for. to do a new Red Dead for the new console, but... 
they're gonna Rockstar is print like GTA Online and Red Dead Online probably to a lesser degree are just printing them money. So they're I don't know if they're working on anything. Like it's That's very true. unclear. They announced like another version of GTA Five for next gen systems. So it's like Rockstar is just kind of like all right, we can keep printing money for a little while. Uh, so. Um. Yeah, I, it was like one of the best-selling games of all time. Apparently, I was reading about fuck. it, like the biggest opening weekend, I think. Because the first ones, you played the first one. I played a little bit. I never beat it. Um, but I, I basically acquired it from Kemble because he left all of his games at our townhouse, and I was like, "You want these?" And he's like, "Yeah, you can have them." I was like, "All right, word." And he had Red Dead, so I played it a little bit. But yeah, um, I played you, all two, and I'm like. <sighs> You only recently beat that too, right? I, I played it basically every day for like two months. Jesus Christ. It wasn't a lot some days. It was like, you know, maybe like one or two missions, obviously. But Yeah, but that's like a game where you can kind of do that. You can exhibit more control. Like Last of Us, I have to be like, I think this is a good stopping point. But Last of Us is also like, I've never played a game where when you're fighting human enemies and you like kill one of them. If they're but if you're in stealth, like their buddies will like look for them, and then sometimes they'll be like, "Oh God, they killed they killed Ian," and then it's like, "Oh, oh. that person had a name." It's like, <laughs> like it's it's that's dark. harrowing. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> in the game where it's just kind of like, uh, but I don't know. It's 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 very good. It's also one where I'm just taking my time because I played the first one in college, and I played the last like. 65% of it in one sitting. I like I got really into it. Um the uh but the second one though is is, is real real good. Um yeah, I really want to play fucking Red Dead. I I'll probably start it after the last one. I'm going to time suck too. It's just like fucking yeah, that'll probably happen. I I think I'm going to need a palate cleanser. I'm going to need like Luigi's Mansion 3 or something <laughs> like I need something like, like where it's just like, okay, I can just kind of, I don't have to worry about um, ethics or uh, moral gray areas or, or anything like that. Or can... I actually finished the game with 100% honor in Red Dead. I, oh, I hell yeah. I was a pretty good dude. I, I felt good about myself for a little while there. Well, well, Last of Us, you don't have those uh, the, the choices, but like in games like Mass Effect or... Even the first Red Dead, I feel like games with where they have like that morality thing, I usually don't go like evil that much. Like, it also um, makes the game harder. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's cool how like apparently if you if you're more honorable, things are cheaper at stores. Yeah, um, but you don't get as much from loots. But mm-hmm. it's like reverse that. Interesting. Like, yeah, it does affect the game for you. Well, I I also remember the first one basically if you complete a mission it's like here's like 40 honor points (laughs) and it's like well oh each time i kill person it's like negative one so i'm like okay (laughs) it 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 was almost more work to be like evil in the first one from what i remember it kind of is for the second one too yeah but you can do it if you want you just start shooting people in the street but then you gotta get a bounty and you gotta pay it you know it's a whole thing same thing like in skyrim i'd be like i don't want to do that which i played at the beginning of this, I played that in the beginning of March. Um, the, I, uh, uh, and I started up Shadow of Mordor or Shadow of War. Sorry, the second one too again. Ow, sorry, I just hit my table. I wait you again. I never played the second one. I bought the second one like two years ago, and I just never finished it. I only played like ten percent, and I just forgot about it, I guess. And I came got back yeah. to it. Like, this game is actually really fun. Like, 
that's the thing. Like that, I was really hyped for the second one, and I feel like it came out, and then <laughs> like it's also then... massive. Like they have so many more like maps and areas in this one, and like they yeah. expand on Mordor, and they're just, just fucking awesome. Like they show you Mount Doom and shit. And, like, yeah. It's good. It's into it. I like the the first one was good, but the first one also felt very much like this is the first one of these that we hope to do. Like it's like it was clear where it's like there's a lot of like empty space and like the second one is definitely more fulfilled and like filled yeah. out. Um, yeah, it's also kind probably of, like twenty bucks now too. So it's also that's like the three thing. years old. So probably for like the game of the year edition, which is gonna be like super cheap. But um. Yeah. Yeah, dude, video games are fucking good. Uh, it's great right now. I normally don't play video games, but I'm just like, I need something to fucking do. Yeah. It's like not stewing in sadness, so. Yeah. And then meanwhile, the problem right now is the game that I'm like most committed to is just like, do you want to really stew in sadness? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Kind of, because I've been wanting to find out like what happens next in this story for like five years now. <laughs> but, um,. Uh, the other thing, Sean, that I wanted to bring up in the pod, uh, pivoting from video games real quick is, dude, end of an era, man. Seven years. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ended this week. Oh, dude, no way. I gotta watch that shit. Uh, I mean, it's fine, but, like, <laughs> there's seven, there's, like, 130 episodes or, like, something like that. Dude, I don't... cable, like, network shit is just so hard to get through. Like, Smallville took me, like, a half a year. That, that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm just like, what do you mean you have to get through it? I'll just tell you about it. <laughs> like it's fine. Like we might have to do that another time though, because I gotta hop off and like now. Well, but, I was. I, I wasn't gonna hear that. Yeah. I wasn't gonna do the whole. Th- I was literally just like, I, you know what? I always bring up Agents of Shield, where it's a show where I was like, man, I feel embarrassed for saying I'm watching Agents of Shield. To like, I don't know. I think it's kind of good now. To being like, look, I like this show. It got good at some point to be like, do this show rules because it it doesn't fucking it's always on the verge of being canceled. So it's just kind of like, fuck it, let's go. And it (laughs) at the end, it kind of did that. And they did some like there's some I don't know the the, as like for like a series finale, like the last couple scenes was like really like emotionally good. And I was like, oh, man, I know no other people who watch this. (laughs) It's kind of like how what they did with Smallville, too. They were always like on the cusp of getting canceled for like the last like four seasons. And they just got really into like the comics and shit and did some like pretty bold things that like kind of set the the tone for like Arrow and everything else that came after on the CW. Yeah. Um, Didn't they they started bringing in like a bunch of other characters and stuff, right? Like they did did, like JLA and like um jsa and stuff like that it's it's pretty cool like they and it just got weird because they didn't have to do the lex thing anymore because he left the show so they were just like let's just do a bunch of weird like doomsday for a season like why not that's basically what shield did because after the fifth season was supposed to be the last one and then they just stopped trying to tie it into the movies because like they they ignore all the thanos stuff because they're just kind of like that's way too big (laughs) (laughs) Mm mm-hmm uh, but I don't know. It, like they're just kind of like fuck it. Let's do. I don't know. They they, they do most of the Planet Hulk storyline, uh, without the gladi- gladiator stuff. Like they apply a lot of the other things that happened in that comic to another character, where for like a season where it's like, what? How? I was like, why is this getting away with this? this is great. <laughs> I was talking about the fourth. The fourth season's the best because every 
it's like made out of like three mini seasons. It's 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 very good. They're like nice. yeah, but any hoots. But I'm gonna let you get to it. I don't know. Uh, it's you know it's quarantine. We're gonna. I definitely. I'm excited about the fandom thing. You want to do fandom slash commentary sometime soon? You want to do uh, V to the A to the N? The hell thing? Yes. Um, there's a, that reminds me real quick. There's a, 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 a like a newspaper-y kind of thing. Like, you know when you're on the street and you get the newspaper out of like the little, like, thing on the street? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's one of those uh, in the town Kelly lives in and it's like a block, it's like a movie rent. It's like one where you can like leave a DVD or pick up a DVD. And I looked at it the other day, and they had, <laughs> I should have grabbed them, but uh, they had a wrapped ver. I think I told you about this before, because the last time we were here, they had a VHS copy of Batman and Robin that I just kind of wanted. Um, but they had a, in the wrapper still, DVD, where it was Scooby-Doo 1 and 2, and they also had Van Helsing, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yes, I would like to do Van Helsing. I think Van Helsing is on a streaming service, too, so people would actually, like, be down to watch it which i think most of the movies we've done are so that's good yeah no i think all all of them happen dude i yeah i'm a thousand percent down for van helsing watch it's on hbo max fuck yeah we'll roll that into our uh fandom talk too cause... i mean i'm pretty free during the week if you want to do something during the week but i mean that's yeah, up man. To you. yeah, yeah awesome. man. no my i'm starting to settle into a little bit better of a routine there you go man that's good yeah. Routines yeah, are man. good for you. Yes, yes they are. I need them. I've been I got a new computer chair, so I'm I'm like now I'm like enticed to work at my chair, work at my office. That's good. So, yeah. I am sitting on an ottoman right now, so not to brag. <laughs> that's why I've been that's why I've been shifting a lot. Uh, I'm sure that's helped to the audio quality, but Yeah. Yeah, man. Um my dude uh good shit we'll need to end this because we didn't do one in the beginning yeah nah, thanks nah. for listening subscribe to our shit i think we're working on getting a new logo um, hell yeah one that's not like probably illegal so yeah fun stuff all right <laughs> thanks for listening thanks for listening everybody uh stay safe out there uh <laughs>